Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to NABWIC Talks. I'm Jada Williams, your host for today and chair of NABWIC's Blog Talk Radio podcast. It gives me great pleasure to be here. And just like the commercial said, I have to ask you to follow, like, and share on all your different social media platforms that you're hanging out with NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. And or you can also head over to our website at www.nabwick.org and engage with us. Yes, check out our calendar. The NABWIC National Calendar is on the website. Click those different committees. Find out what we have going on and how you can join to participate on one of those committees. As well as don't forget to the most important thing is to hit that Join Now button. Yes, this is the busiest season your NABWIC world, so you might want to just become one of our newest NABWIC members. Listen, we have a lot going on in the our plates are overflowing, so we are looking for new members just like you to join in NABWIC. So moving right along in today's show, we also have in the studio no other than the master builder herself, Ann McNeil, Ursula Odom of Sula 2, and Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning, Ann. How are you, beautiful? Good morning, Jada, Jada, Jada. I tell you all the time, Jada, if I were any better, I would be you. And today is another one of those special days as we talk about the fact that you are black history. And so our special guest today, as you already know, is none other than one of our own members, a person who has decided to be the face of black history, not just for her area, but for our entire U.S. Yes, I'm I'm speaking those things into existence. Entire U.S. black history, she's having an impact nationally and also internationally. So I'm excited to be here with my friend and NABWIC member, 
none other than Ursula Odom, and Ursula also was one of our podcast uh, hosts for our Thinking Grow Rich Mastermind Live program, and she has just been blowing up, no pun intended, but I want to remind our members that as the voice of black women in construction, we're not just the voice of black women, but we're the voice of our community, the place where we live, work, and play. And Ursula, if I can call you by first name, Ms. Odom, Ursula is an excellent example of making a decision to make a mark community about your expertise and how to take that contact, turn it into a contract, and make a profit. So, Jada, I want to just continue to remind our members to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, just go to Maverick YouTube channel. But also remember to comment, like, and share this show, especially right now, so that your friends and family and coworkers can hear the words of Ms. Ursula Odom as she shares not just her history, but our black history in a phenomenal way. So as always, Jada, let's get this party started. Yes, indeed. Let's get this party started. Listen, the energy is flowing up here in the studio this morning with all the excitement as NAPWE talks black history with Ursula Odom following behind the master builder's comments just now. Listen, I'm all tingly inside and excited to bust the door down with today's special show. So I am ready, Miss Ann, as always. Today, is a little different with one of our very own hosts, which is so phenomenal. Um, we are going, I'm just all over the place. I don't even want to read my read that I've been reading <laughs> because it is, she is such a genuine down-to-earth person. All of us, if you are new to NABWIC and our many listeners out there, listen, this is a lady that you just want to rub elbows with. So we are going to get up close and personal, an interview with Miss Ursula Odom, who recently launched her new entrepreneurial venture, Ursula's History Shop, and is located in Tampa, Florida. But also, Miss Odom is the owner of Sula 2 LLC, a legacy writer, the author of At Sula's Feet, African Americans of Tampa, and co-author of the Doris Ross Redrick Story. So Miss Ursula has so many things going on. She helps write books. She's also helped me write a book. She is a motivational speaker and portrays Mary Bethune. Sorry, getting tongue tied up here. Um, Bethune on on one on, as she is the star of the show and does all of these phenomenal legacy walls. So, Miss Ursula Odom, good morning and welcome to the show. You can see you got my excitement, got me up here tongue-tied in the studio. <laughs> good morning, Jada. You all got me excited. Lord, have mercy. Oh, goodness, I want to meet this person y'all talking about. <laughs> no, seriously, um, it's the, that kind of reaction that keeps me motivated because I do what I do because I like to hear people react when they see something that reminds them of a wonderful memory or to put that book in their hands or to have them look at that legacy wall and see themselves or somebody that they love or somebody they remember. I love that moment. 
And those are the kinds of moments that you're reminding me of as you tell me what I've done. <laughs> so good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Of course, because you are black history. As Anne has mentioned, we are creating our own history. We create our own history every day. And you have been such a leader um, in this spectrum in Florida, the school districts, you know, the, the private companies, and now with this history shop where you are getting individuals from all over the world sending you history, artifacts, just sharing their stories with you. So for some of our new listeners that really don't know too much about Ursula Odom, which you can always go look her up, Google it, as we would like to say in the millennium, um, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself, Ms. Ursula, and share one of your experiences. Well, I recently... Uh, recent to to a historian is like five ten years ago, but recently <laughs> I did an analysis of of where I was at the moment, where I'd come from, and where I was going, and and in that I realized that my very first memory was crawling under my grandmother's bed and pulling out a half a tampa cigar box, and it was filled with letters, photographs, and a lock of her sister's hair. And from that moment, I have been fascinated with those things, the stories. What was that hair about? Which sister was it? The the photograph. Who is this person? Why does they look? Why do they look like? Why does this person look like grandmother? And oh, grandmother, who is that? Why are you standing with that person? Mm-hmm. You know, finding out what's behind all of these precious jewels that they found it necessary to hold on to. That is who I was, and that is who I am in everything that I do. And there have been so many different facets of my life that seem to be going in opposite direction. I was a theater major in college. I came mm-hmm. out and <laughs> uh, found myself in a computer programming career up through technical, well, actually it was systems training and documentation management of a Fortune 500 company. I mean, I had like 150 people or so working for me in that arena. And then coming out being an entrepreneur in sales and insurance and had all kinds of licenses. And then one day I decided I wanted to write down some of the stories that I had in my scrapbooks that I had learned, that I'd carried with me all these years. And out came at school of feet, the life lessons learned at my grandmother's feet. So when I look back at that, it appeared that I did all these different things, but they all were the same. They were preparing me Mm -hmm. to capture the story and to present that story to who needed to hear it. And that story is your story, my story, all our stories, because Anne was right. We are history. We are black history. We are world history because um, Barack Obama's story was just a story about a little boy until he became president. Then all of a sudden it's national, international history. So I, mm-hmm. I encourage people to capture your own story because quite frankly, if you don't tell it, somebody else will and they may not get it right. Right. And can That's nobody tell my story? better than me. So can anyone tell your story better than yourself? So you better go ahead, take them notes, write it down in a journal, get those thoughts and your story out. So just like Ms. 
Ursula just said, you want to make sure your story is told right. And the best way is for you to tell it first. So you use, um, you have the legacy walls. You are a writer. So how do you use words and art to, to create that story? Or when did you figure out that you had this gift outside of being the regular historian researcher, but you can take that research and bring it all together to where it just tells a beautiful story and that everyone or that many can understand. When I was in high school, I kept a journal and a scrapbook, and I've kept journals throughout. But And this is not going to be in the order in which this all unfolds, but as it relates to NABWIC and my story, I had gotten certified as a minority vendor in the Hillsborough area, and I went to one of those briefings. Um, and I think I heard about the briefing because of Carrick and um, some other NABWIC members. So I went to the briefing and was sitting there wondering, well, what the heck am I going to do in this arena? Because I'm not a builder, but... I want to know how the process works. And lo and behold, they start talking about a school. And Carrick was doing some work on on one of the buildings, so I went out to help because I was helping him with one portion of the, the project he was working on. And as we walked up to the building, we had a conversation about, the namesake of the building, and I said the name, and he looked at me with, you know, like a deer in the headlight look, like, huh? Peter the name, because it was, I hate to even say because Carrick should have known this name, but it was Edison Elementary, right? And Carrick looked at me like he'd lost his mind. I said, Carrick, and I had to remind him who this person was, because people walk up to a building and they could care less because they don't know who this person is. They don't think about it. So my thought was, Mm -hmm. if you name a building after someone, you should, in fact, be educating as you decorate, and that's what a legacy wall is. I go in, I find out who the person is, and I put that story in a place where everybody can see it every time, every day, whenever they go into that building, and in a a way that is visually interesting. But by the time they look at the visuals, they have learned the story. That's what I do. Right. And, yeah. So it pulls all of those skills that, together that I talked about. Oh, my gosh. Look, you have me taking my hands off my microphone, and I'm just thinking in my head, but I can't get lost in your thoughts because I'm the interviewer. But, yes, I just love <laughs> the point when you said educating while you decorate. That just says it all of what the legacy wall is. And it makes me feel very confident that if I walk into one of your business that has been honored to have your work in it, that it it will be a very um, enlightening visual, as in the aha moments is what I'm thinking in my head. Um, If I was to see one of your paintings right now, is that visual art in the aha moments going off, like you said, um, learning that history there while you're educating through art. Listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break and come back and dig more into Ursula's History Shop on Navwick Talks. 
We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction blog talk radio show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Yes, indeed, we are back with some NAP Week news you can absolutely use. This morning's NAP Week news, we want to give our members and future members that are on the way a little quick update. NAP Week's partner, Gannett Fleming, um, offers NAP Week members access to learning portals. So you want to check your emails and stay up to date on that so you can get your, your trainings. You do have full access to the portal. And you are invited. Yes, you're invited to join Whiting Turner's Get Down to Business Outreach phone call. If you'd like the details on that, check your emails. Head over to Eventbrite or go to www.navwick.org and engage with us. So you can get more details on our partnerships and things going on in NAVWIC world for our NAVWIC members. We also have our monthly trainings by NAVWIC by NAPWIC National Education Committee, our national chair there is Ms. Beverly Beard. So if you'd like to get more details on the upcoming trainings, in NAVWIC world, you'll want to reach out to education at NAVWIC.org or hit up join one of those education committee meetings that meet every Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. This NAPWIC news that you can absolutely use was sponsored by KAW Consulting LLC, which is a small business certification and document control company. If you are needing help or interested in those services, please reach out to Carrie Williams at 203-424-4377. Again, that number is 203-424-4377. And now we are back with NAPWIC Talks. Black History with our very own Ms. Ursula Oldham, who is the proud owner of Ursula's History Shop. Welcome back to Nav Week Talks. Before the commercial break, Ms. Ursula, we were discussing, you know, you um, educating while you decorated, decorating, providing those visuals in different buildings, but it also sounded like to me before your, your statement was that you went to these meetings and you were trying to figure out, like, you want to you wanna work in construction, but you're not hands-on construction, so what do I do here? Which leads me to kind of sort of think, you know, you were able to turn those contacts into contracts which have been leading you or, or um, aligned with what you're doing with providing the, uh, the legacy walls and much more. Would you like to uh, share more with us on that? 
you're absolutely right because when I had the aha moment in the meeting, I was standing with the leaders of that particular um, office, office of supplier diversity, and I knew them both. And I told them my idea, and they looked at me and looked at each other like, duh, why didn't anybody think about this before? So that was the encouragement I needed right there on the spot to move forward. And when I put up that first wall, it was so huge, I I panicked. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, how did I think I could do this? But I did. I mean, you just can't think about um, second-guessing yourself. If you have an idea and you want and you think it's good, you just have to move with it. And I know the title of the show is about uh, Ursula's History Shop, so let me tell you about that because it's somewhat the same. As a publisher and as a legacy writer, I mm-hmm. wanted a venue where I could highlight the books I've written and the books that my authors have written. And an opportunity came open for me to, to get two offices side by side. There are like two boxes. So one half is where my office actually is, but the, both of them have like a window storefront. And I said, perfect, I can have my museum, my, my, my shop. So it is an eclectic thing like, like me and my personality and my life. So when you come in, there, there, are certain, <laughs> there are certain things that I am not selling like a galvanized tub, a washboard, and a water bucket, and a cow stool, and I have a um, black flag, hot shot, spray gun, um, and and memorabilia from rural life, and, and things like that. Those are um, items that when people come in, they have QR codes on them so that they can learn about what mm-hmm. those things are. Like the galvanized tub, goes to a QR code about the scrubs here in Tampa, which is an area that is that is that led to Central Avenue, which is now highly, highly sought after in terms of the history. That is the history of a black area in Tampa. Mr. James Hammond is on my wall, which is kind of like a legacy wall, but it's removable. Uh, and it mm-hmm. talks about his being the first African-American electrical contractor in the state of Florida. So I get to tell those stories. And then I have uh, an artist that has allowed me to display her art, and each piece tells a story. And she's an award-winning artist, so we get to talk about that. And when I had the opening on 2-2-22, and, you know, I played with the date, then have to, have I had to. <laughs> I had one of my authors who told about her journey and then and and this is just interactive it wasn't like a program it was like people gathering around talking and one person has designed african-american history postcards and i'm the first um venue that she's actually had to um be able to be a vendor at that's a stationary place so it's a win-win and that's another a whole story about how that aha moment came about too. And well, listen, uh, I can't wait. It sounds like you ahead. have a lot, a lot in um, 
a lot of memorabilia in your history shop. And not to cut you, I but did. I wanted to be in the kids. I wanted to load up the car and drive up there on two two twenty two. That's why it stood out for me because I'm like, I just love Miss Ursula. But hey, we got caught down here in Miami and we actually had our first little winter weather or whatever and I was double booked. But uh, I also know you 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 aren't telling everything that you have because I also think I've read, you know we're all stalkers and I learned from you. You have some <laughs> congressional like signed congressional documents? Well, yes, because I betray Mary McLeod Bassoon, I and I did that at a women's conference. And so they told me that before I performed, Senator Nelson was going to speak. And I jokingly said, well, I wonder how much will I really have time to do? You know, just joking. Well, <laughs> as it turns out, his role was to present that document to me. And it was what he entered into con- congressional record to get that statute process started. And it was approved, obviously. And it was signed by him and given directly to me as a memento of of their conference, what he did. And of mm-hmm. course, he was running for office at the time, too. And that piece of history. So, yes, I am thrilled because I have been telling her story for quite some time. In fact, I am performing tonight for the library system virtually, which is an interesting experience. So I get to sit and talk about her. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. So and, do you oh, have, are you able to share that, any? Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was well, going to ask you, are you uh For your performance tonight, are you going? Are you able to share um, the Zoom link, the virtual link, or how some of our members and new listeners could join and to um, see your performance? Yes, it's the um, Hillsborough County public library system so I will I will get that link and share it with you and and on Facebook and things like that too. Oh, okay so, and we yeah, will I, definitely make I don't sure have it right the here production me, team Okay perfect perfect and we'll make sure the production team will go ahead and like Miss Ann said, you want to make sure you hit us up and catch us on our YouTube channel because you get the extra little links and little goodies after the show, heading over to our YouTube channel. And just in case you missed the live 8.30 interview, we are always on YouTube or the show is archived where you can go back and get all the details and the golden nuggets. So, Ms. Ursula, it's so exciting in here. We could go on forever and ever with everything. I'm so happy and excited that you got received that document in your hand, and it sounds like it was a great surprise. So, I just have to be extra nosy. What else is going on this month with this history shop? And how can our members, listeners, reach out, support, um, come uh, tour, and also purchase some goodies or sponsor? There's a link, Ursula'sHistoryShop.com. You can get there. And But it's not going to show you everything that's here because, quite frankly, I'm still in the throes of trying to pull all that together because I'm combining websites and, and what have you. What you're going to see might surprise you, though, because the basis of what's there now came from a site that I called One Great Date. And at that one time, or at that time, I was looking for anything that had a date on it. 
that you might find your birthday, no matter when you were born. Well, that became a bit overwhelming, <laughs> but it left me with a ton, I mean, like lots and lots and lots and lots of memorabilia. For instance, I open up a cabinet. Every cabinet in here is filled with something, and the one that I'm looking at right now is filled with ads from the 1950s of cars. So somebody came in the other day and found the two cars that his father owned and had to have them. And somebody found the picture of the movie star from way back when. I have all my documents are original. So once you get it, it's yours and it's it's yours. So original newspapers, original um, magazines. Like I have newspapers from 1969, 1963, and even have some newspapers from 1890 something. Um, And I have a collection of documents from New Bedford, Massachusetts, when some government official apparently had his office dumped and it went into public mm-hmm. domain and I got it. And and I'm looking for Frederick Douglass in there somewhere. <laughs> no, seriously, it was a little bit after his time. But it does connect. It gives me an opportunity to tell the story of Frederick Douglass and his time in uh, New Bedford because that's where he went. And all this documentation is from New Bedford. I have it's not on display yet, and you know, so this is going to be a journey. Now, on that note, and then I'll stop. What I like about this, I know people might ask, why is she doing this in the middle of COVID, opening up a shop? Well, it's really no more than my office. I've pulled it out of a storage unit, I pulled it out of my home, and put it in a place where I can now work in isolation if I want to. Because I have to produce these walls, I'm producing these books, I'm writing, I'm doing all of this. And if nobody comes to the store, I'm still working. But when someone comes in, I get to laugh and talk and tell a story and take a break. So, you know, it's it's all good. And I I look for I have such a wonderful day when somebody walks through that door for multiple reasons. <laughs> It just sounds like it. You can hear the passion and the enthusiasm just coming out from you. Listen, it sounds like you have the best um, studio office uh, slash shop to work in um, to be so creative with with your work. So I just can't wait to get up there. I think I might try to get an office space in (laughs) <laughs> get an office space in your in, in your shop, Miss Ursula. But also what I'm hearing is how you have been able to tie in your own upbringing, your own history, your beliefs, and also your passions and, and what you like to do as far as your skills with, you know, tying in the construction and um, the arts and really – painting these pictures and and getting the education out, being a leader in that space. And it sounds like Ursula's History Shop will let you be the platform to maximize your work even more. Um, I want to hear what has been, before we wrap up the show and get some listeners in, because um, I know they are pressing one, and there's some text messages coming through. We want to remind the audience, yes, you could please press one on your phones to join the conversation, and you can reach out to us on our different social media platforms, drop a comment, or catch us up on YouTube. But, Ms. Ursula, I um, have the question of in construction with what you're doing, what do you think 
um, would help or how do you think that you would bring um, more value to the different schools, the different um, the smart cities that's being built? You know, around Miami, we see all of the art, the new construction. Um, does your art fit into the smart city, the new construction, and all of that just as much, right? It does not have to be um, a school setting for a legacy wall, correct? Absolutely. Correct, because the next reveal that's going to take place on the 18th is of a community leader who has a, a building named after herself, and she said, I want to tell my story, and she's, she is picking what goes on her wall, and, and that means that she is comfortable with the legacy that's being shared with the world. And um, as far as construction is concerned and schools, one of the things that I say <laughs> is that the first two schools that I did, they were in, I, I don't know what the proper term is right now, but challenge schools or something like that. And um, of the many schools that fell into that category that year, the two that had the legacy walls are the ones that either stayed even or advanced. And they were the only two. Now, I clearly say it probably wasn't all because of the wall. But the principle mm-hmm. with, the, with the foresight to understand that these young people needed something positive that they can relate to, and, it, and black history doesn't always, I mean, okay, as I choose to share black, black history, it is those things that are totally motivating. We have all the negatives. We know that in, you mm-hmm. know, like the back of our hands. But what is it that happened that I can relate to? And that's what people see. Words that go on the wall are like, you can do it. And I, what, what, one school had the kids, well, they were interviewed on, on television, and one child looked at that wall and said, he did it, and he was just a man, so that means I can do it. I said, yes, that child got it. <laughs> I was done. And, and the, on one wall, I left an empty star and said, you. Because I highlight not only the the namesake, but people that came through that school, and some of them were there as young people on the wall. And so another kid, no, it wasn't a teacher, a kid, it was a, a assistant principal was on television, and she pointed to the star, and she said, every time she goes by that star, she tells the young people that this could be you. That's the point. Why are you going to yep. decorate? or even educate about history if it if it can't at least motivate as well. So, yes indeed. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. So principals out there, school systems definitely I could see a legacy wall in every school system. I love it. I'm school building. I love it. I love it, Miss Ursula. Because you are really I, I love the fact this is just really you are your own black history every day, and I just have to applaud you. And with that being said, I have to also bring in Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. Good morning. I know you are jumping off of your seat to join in this conversation with one of the pros of the pros, Ms. Ursula Odom. Oh, yes. Good morning. I am so excited and very, very happy for um, Ursula, uh, Miss Odom, 
I am just waiting to have an opportunity to make that trip down to Tampa myself to take a look at this history shop. But in the meantime, um, I'm really excited about Ursula doing this uh, Black History Month. You know, she just kind of personifies what it's really all about, you know, woman just taking charge, making history, and then facilitating a venue where others can make history as well or showcase the achievements and accomplishments that they've already made. And Ursula and I have had a conversation in the past because there's a uh, his, uh, person in uh, my life uh, that has impacted so many people, but they uh, graduated uh, about a year or so ago to, to be with the Lord. But that memory, that legacy, that achievement, we want to, you know, continue to to um, commemorate and to, you know, have in our memories. And so I'll be getting with you, Ursula, about that legacy wall that we've talked about. Uh, our 50th anniversary is coming up uh, next year. And I just want to say I am so glad that there's someone like you who can help people like us to engender, you know, people that we hold dear and to make sure that history stays alive because it's really important not only for us but for people that come after us, especially our young people. So thank you again for what you do, and we appreciate who you are. Thank you. Good news, good comment. Thank you. Love it, love it, love it. Now, I'm going to say something kind of like, woo, but when you were talking, <laughs> there's a part of me that that believes that because of what I do, the angels are with me. Does that make sense? And when you bring back the memory of this person that you care so dearly for, I think they become your guardian angel. I, and that's just, that's Ursula talking. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. Yes, indeed. See, on NABWIC Talks up here in the studio, we are making black history every day. We still love our month, but it's Black History every day in NABWIC Talks with special guests like Ursula Odom and working with great leaders like Ann McNeil and Ms. Jackie Perry of JP and Associates. So you can feel the energy of the kickoff of Black History Month here at NABWIC Talks. Hey, Ms. Odom, because I got to bow down. We're, you're, you're the special guest. Ms. Odom, would you like to leave us? With any closing remarks or comments or drop that address to where our NABWIC members in the local Tampa area, you guys could go on out and, and give a shout-out to Ms. Ursula. So Ursula'sHistoryShop.com is one, and Ursula10K.com will get you to most of the other things that I do. And remember that I'm in, I'm in transition, so be kind. <laughs> But one of the things I want to say is every person listening to us today and in the future, it really isn't about me. It's about you. I'm willing to bet if you're the kind of person that's listening to this show that you have a collection of intellectual property that you've taken for granted, meaning that you are sitting on our history because it's about you and you think it's not important, I say that it is, go back and 
look through your memorabilia, look through your papers, and you may find something interesting that needs to be shared. For instance, uh, a dear friend of mine used to write letters when we were in college over the summer holidays. And I kept those letters because she was a dear friend. And some umpteen years later, I found all those letters, scanned them, and sent them to her. That was a wealth of information about her that she flat out enjoyed, and so did I. So you may have a collection of your own writings, a collection of of someone else's writings. I sent play to a playwright from college back to her. She had long since lost that play, but I had a copy of it, and I sent it to her. And so I feel like it's been my destiny to actually preserve and present history back to even the people that created it. And that, and in fact, is probably you. I love it. I love it. I love it. See how you could just get caught up in the interview and not doing the, the talking for the interview. Oh, my gosh. I love you so much, Ms. Ursula Odom. I won't ask you the hard question of what book you're reading because I know you are a well of knowledge. I want to ask you, what's the next book coming out from Ursula Odom? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to give you both. Uh, what's coming out next is a story about the one of the black millionaires here in the Tampa Bay area. His daughter is writing it. See, I love the fact that she's claiming her own father's legacy. And there's a book that I'm holding right now that is so gorgeous. And it has a what beautiful hat, white hat with a red trim and red lipstick. And it says, Your Vision Journal by Dick Williams. <laughs> a total surprise <laughs> I'm about to scream on air A total surprise Yes indeed You said your vision journal What was the title again Ms. Ursula? Your vision journal by Jada Williams Okay So to add to your book list today In that week's book list Your Vision Journal by Jada Williams, which is me. I'm Jada Williams. Hey, get your guided writing journal, which was published by Ms. Ursula Odom. All of us, as Ms. Ann, Ms. Jackie Perry, and Ms. Ursula Odom have been saying today, we all have a story inside of us, and we are all creating black history every day. So, Ms. Ursula Odom, thank you so much for being our special guest on NAPWIC Talks as we celebrate the grand opening of Ursula's History Shop on 2-2-22, but we are blowing it up this month on NAPWIC Talks for Black History. Listen, guys, listeners, audience members, and our new New, new listeners on the way and new members on the way. You can always hear what is going on in NAPWIC world and what is going on in the construction industry here on NAPWIC Talks every morning at 8.30 a.m. If you'd like to be one of our next special guests and or advertise your business endeavor or your next 
sick project on NABWIC Talks, please feel free to reach out to marketing at NABWIC.org or hit up Jackie Perry or Jada Williams directly, and we will help you and get your information to the right spot. And always, you can find us at www.nabwick.org. It's been a great Wednesday. Until next Wednesday, 8.30 a.m. Thanks for listening in to NABWIC Talks. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.